name is Katie Tomberlin, and I'm from Carteret County. This is Community Rising, Shoreside's environmental stories, broadcasting from the Working Narrative Studio. Coming up next are stories from coastal North Carolina. Lisa Ryder, and I'm the executive director for the Coastal Carolina River Watch, and that is an environmental nonprofit that's based out of both Carteret and Onslow County. We cover around 320 miles of rivers and streams here in eastern North Carolina. It's about 140,000 acres of estuaries, and the overall mission is to protect quality of water and quality of life in coastal North Carolina. But our main focus is advocacy. Our main client is the water. And as you know, you know, living on the coast, and even if you don't live on the coast, you, you've got to have clean water, whether it's clean water you're drinking or clean water you're swimming in or clean water that you're fishing from. It's essential for everyone. And uh, even more so now thinking in terms of protecting our health, you know, when something like a, a worldwide pandemic comes around, it really helps you hone in on those things that you can do to keep yourself healthy. And it reminds us how important water and air quality are to our community environment. So before COVID, we did a lot of community style events where folks would go to them. And with COVID-19, you know, we can't be in the community going to a public event that includes a large amount of people. However, we done pretty well, I think, to move those event platforms onto a virtual type of application. So we developed what we call our Coastal Connection Challenge, which is a Facebook group that we created to get people in the community sharing ideas of how they're able to stay connected in conservation efforts. And um, early on, when we knew that there was going to be a shutdown and we knew that there was going to be social distancing, we developed a solo cleanup program that we hope will continue and we hope will be a trend even when things get back to the new norm because you don't have to have a cleanup scheduled. You know, you don't have to have it organized by a person or a group or an organization. You can go out and clean up your neighborhood, the parking lot, whatever space of land that needs it, really, without that type of organization. And we had more people participate in this solo cleanup effort because they were able to choose the day of the week and the time of the week and, you know, where they would clean up. Um, you know, it's really difficult to talk about there being positives coming from a worldwide pandemic. It's it's almost kind of unimaginable to think about, but there have been some positives that have come from this unique challenge that we're all facing. And, you know, I, I hope that as things start to open up and people start to get back to what the new normal is, that people still stay involved in protecting their community environment. You know, now is not the time to stop working on water quality and air quality issues. Now's the time to ramp it up and showcase that, you know, if we're gonna, we're gonna we want to uh, stay healthy, we've got to look at the, you know, ecosystem as a whole that will keep us healthy.
listening to Community Rising, Shoreside's Environmental Stories. This podcast is a special project of Shoreside's and Working Narratives. Do you have a story from our coast that you would like to share? Contact us at info at shoresize.org. Thank you for listening.